just know. We know that all things are working together for the good. We know that when this earthly house dissolves, we have another building not made with hands eternal in the heavens. We, we know that when we pray, he hears us. We know. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the assurance of your promises in your word. Lord God, we lift up the Bolger family that you would comfort and strengthen. Undergird them, Lord God. Thank you for the life and legacy of Archie. Then God, we pray for your word to penetrate our hearts this morning. As we begin this new year, help us to throw out the old and to move into the new. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise his name. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 1. Mm. And um, <clears throat> I want to look at this familiar and famous prayer of Paul, verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. My subject this morning, just briefly, is challenged to change our channels. Challenge to change channels. The word channel denotes conduit, what's flowing through me in this new year. Amen. And as we celebrate this new year, we are challenged to turn to a new channel in our lives, a channel of God's counsel God's character and God's commitment to the church who dares to trust him at his word. As God has embodied a new spirit in us, a new heart, a new mind, God wants us to be faithful and have faith in spite of our fractures. We must turn our channels in our righteousness. We need to change our relationships. We need to change the channels to rich renewals. And we don't preach resolutions because they don't work. Everything I promised to do, I failed 
about the second week. Can I get a witness? We don't try, we trust. And in trusting, the emphasis is on God and not on us to make it happen. Praise the name of Jesus. Paul the Apostle lays out a composite of his committed and sold out life for Jesus Christ. Let me stop Paul's apart because when you read the Pauline epistles, about 13 of them, when you read the Pauline epistles, you need to understand the centrality of the cross from Paul's perspective. Paul, after being knocked down on the Damascus Road, after being blinded by God, after God sending him into uh, Amen to see Amen and an eyes at a street called Straight, uh, after Paul was knocked down by Jesus Christ. And it's interesting, the dialogue between him and Jesus on that Damascus Road is actually seen in all of his writings. You remember the story in Acts chapter 9 when Paul was on his way with papers to lock up more Christians. He killed Christians. He locked them up. He laughed at them. In fact, even when, amen, Stephen was being stoned, Paul was there laughing. And they, and they, they, they did this unto Paul, Saul. They did this unto Saul. Saul consented Christians to be wiped out. So one day, on his way to Damascus to lock up more Christians, uh, Saul saw a light brighter than the sun at noon. And a voice came out. And Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And Saul said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom you are persecuting. Let me, let, me, let me stop Paul's apart. Whatever we do against the people of God, we do against God. Whatever, whatever we do against the movement of God is directly against God. And, 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 and so, and so uh, uh, Paul said, Paul, uh, Jesus said, uh, uh, why, why, why? And then Jesus says something very peculiar. He said, Paul, Saul, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Now, the pricks is that barrier in the chariot. When the chariot driver would whip the horses to go faster, they had a metal barrier between the rider and the horse because every once in a while, the horse, out of frustration of getting whipped, would kick back at the rider but the petition caused the horse to hurt himself. So when Jesus said, you hurting yourself, kicking at me. And, 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 and see, the world needs to know when we kick at Jesus, we hurting ourselves. Do I have a witness? If you want to get prideful and put your head in the air and say, you know what? God, here's what I think about you. And you spit up at God. God has already initiated gravity that the spit is coming back down on you. Can I get a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, so, so Saul, Saul said, Lord, what, what, what is it you would have me to do? And, and, and it's from that point that we see all of this, uh, 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 all of these deep, deep feelings and faith in Paul. Lord, have mercy. As Paul uh, did his three missionary journeys, as Paul 
uh, in the book of Acts is about Peter and Paul. Just Peter. Peter's the first 10 chapters. Paul is the uh, chapters 11 on. Just Peter and Paul, Peter and Paul, Peter and Paul, the, the acts of the apostles under the administration of the Holy Spirit. When you begin to look at this, uh, Paul reflects this sold-outness for Jesus in everything he does. He told the Ephesian elders in Acts 20, they said, Paul, don't go back to Jerusalem. They're going to lock you up. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna put you in jail. And Paul, Paul understood what was awaiting him. He said, bonds and afflictions await me. But none of these things moved me. He was sold out. He wasn't like us. He wasn't a Christian just on a Sunday. Yeah, he was, he was sold out. Can I get a witness? That everything had to come through the permissive will of Almighty God. And this composite picture of virtue and victories is housed and composite in this prayer for this church at Colossae, a prison epistle, A.D. 60 to 62. And Colossae was a great city of uh, fabric and colors, a great marketplace. And this is called a prison epistle because Paul was in prison. And the, the thematic thrust is the deity of Jesus Christ. And, he, and Paul was contending and opposing these Gnostics, Gnosticism, which tended to take away the deity of our Christ. And it's in this prayer, in this prayer, in this prayer that Paul lays out at least five channels of change, amen, uh, to this church. Now let me, let me, let me, let me say this. We are in the last days. We are in, at the church of Laodicea, Revelation 3. The word Laodicea is the rights of the people. We are in an age of apathy and we are in the age of apostasy, of isolation and ignorance of God, self-sufficiency, educated in entertainment, and needing enlightenment. We, we, we are post-Christian era. We can no longer believe that the world's going to get better. The world is getting worse. And it's God's plan for the world to get worse before Jesus cracks the sky. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so one of the things that we, we need to see in this prayer, I think relative to the new year, is that Paul, Paul begins to say, for this cause as a result of, and previously mentioned, amen, is the fact that uh, to all the saints, in verse 2, saints by calling, amen, faithful brethren in Christ. Now, only believers can be faithful. The world can't be faithful. They, amen. Only believers can be faithful. A, a, amen. He said, which are at Colossae. And, and, and so Paul, in his introduction, uh, talks about the hearing of their faith in Christ Jesus, of the love which you have towards all the saints, verse 4. Amen. And, and, and Paul talks about various things. He talks about fruit, faith, talks about faithfulness. 
And, and it's here in this prayer, real quickly, the first thing we see in verse 9 is we are to channel, oh, listen, being filled with his will. Now, 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 now the Bible says, I desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now, this is a prayer you and I ought to pray for our children, our families. As, as, as your children may no longer come to church every Sunday, as your children may not, uh, amen, at their age, keep up that dedicated attitude, you pray that God would fill them with the knowledge of his will. Are y'all getting this? That, that is, that is, there, there is an added preposition here in the Greek denoting that it's not just an inner feeling, amen, but rather it is a deep, thorough knowledge. It's a seeking of God's knowledge, a knowledge of his will, a learning towards direction. And the word spiritual is a modifier in the Greek, meaning it modifies both wisdom and understanding. Now, now, now y'all hanging there with me because one is accumulative, the other is ap, ap, applying that which you know. So I need, if I seek the will of God, I need to keep accumulating, li listen, accumulating God's wisdom as to my direction. And I, I, I need, I need, I need to keep applying the precepts to God's will. This is not a casual prayer that you pray one time and let it go. This, this, this is an undertaking. And in fact, uh, uh, I don't have time, but the word will has a dual meaning. Thalema in the Greek, which, which is God's determinant will, which is God's will of design, which is unalterable, unknowable, and unchangeable, is God's secret will. So God already has a will for your life. Before you were born, I had plans for you, plans of good, not of evil. We think that our, our future, our direction is in front of us. No, 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 no. God has already predetermined certain things. Do I have a witness? He's talking about the thalema, but then there's the bolema. It's another Greek word that uh, deals with a desire, a disclosure that involves human decisions. Now, now, now let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me let me pause and park just, just momentarily. God went to Abraham and said, get up out of the earth of Chaldees. Leave your father's house, leave everything and go. In Genesis 12, remember that? Abraham got up. But as Abraham left the Ur, a party in city, he took his father, Terah, he took his brother's son, Lot. He took Sarai, his wife. He took a whole band of people. And the Bible says he got stuck in Haran, in the Hebrew, which means a place of delay. He left at 60 years old. He was in Haran to 75. Then God reappeared to him. Because, see, we can get stuck, Kent. We can get stuck trying to find out the will of God. 
God was patient and God got him out of Haran and then took him towards Canaan where he was supposed to be and he went to a place called Shechem in the Hebrew which means strength and Mora which means instruction. You don't get instruction and strength to you in God's will. Do I have a witness? You, you, you got to pay attention to the pave, paving of God's will. And so it's here that Paul is talking about a directional guidance, a devotional guidance, and a dedicational guidance. Look what he says. He says that you might be filled with the knowledge, the unfolding, the disclosure of his will in all wisdom and understanding with spiritual being a modifier. God, God says, I want to modify to you what's, what wisdom and understanding means in this context. So when we go to God thinking we have control of our own lives and we call in the shots, we get stuck. When we go to God in childlike humility and say, Lord, not my will, but may thine will be done. And I'm willing to just be cool, chill out, and wait for you to make it clear. Then God is able to merge the bow lemur and the thun lemur without major disruption to your life. Oh, I'm preaching up in this thing. He, he, he says, he says that. Amen. And, 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 and so when you look at this thing about the knowledge of his will, we, we've been taught we got to find the will of God. No, the will of God will find you. It's going to find you. Just, just chill out in 2017. It's going to find you. God going to make himself so clear. Amen. You'll see it without a pair of glasses. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so uh, we need to change the channels so that we are filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom, how to apply this stuff, and modify spiritual understanding. What it is God would have uh, me to do. In retrospect, when I look at my life, I'm always baffled. I had nothing to do with nothing. And I made decisions that even hindered where God wanted me to go. And God overruled. God overruled me so I would end up where he wanted me to be. Do I have a witness up in the house? Won't God overrule you? Won't God shut your thing down? Won't God wake you up? Won't he do it? And, 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 and so, child of God, he says we ought to change the channels. Change. A amen, that we may be filled with the knowledge of his will. I always want to be in the direct will of God. And I'm not always in the direct will of God. Why? Because for everything God's asking us to do, Satan will put something in the way. Won't he do it? Yeah. And, and, and listen, the preventive that Satan puts in our way from being in the will of God, amen, is called conflict and confusion. Satan will put confusion around you so you and I cannot fully discern, amen, come on now, uh, the will of Almighty God. 
praise the name of Jesus. And, 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 and so he's, he's talking about this matter of the will. Lord, I just need to be in your will. I need to be in your will. I need to be in your will. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a vice president for National Baptist Convention, been in there 20 years. I enjoy what I do. I'm the vice president of the whole Northeast region from Connecticut all the way down to Virginia. Every Baptist church in this convention, I'm over as far as the Congress is concerned. Now, St. <clears throat> Matthew's is my first calling. Okay. Are y'all getting me? I don't run up and down the road and leave the first calling. Are, are y'all getting me? I make sure this house is right. You don't, you don't run in and out of church when your family is in disarray. Do I have a witness? When the roaches are having a Super Bowl. When, when the wife and husband is discouraged and you up here in church talking about praise the Lord. Something wrong with that picture, Doc. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, we we, we got we to gotta take care of home first. Do I have a witness? Hey, you can't be up here teaching other people's kids when your kids is, is out there on the blink. You, you, something's wrong with that picture. Do I have a witness? Y'all getting quiet on me, but it's all right. We, we, we ought to have, secondly, a channel to be filled in pleasing in our walk. Now, now look at verse 10, that ye might walk worthy. Eh, not worthy to what you think. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Now, now let me, the word walk, parapetio in the Greek means the whole realm of activity. Uh, the moral, the newness of life, the spirit, honesty, transparency, Faith, good works, love, wisdom, truth, after the commandments of the Lord, not craftiness of the flesh, not by sight, not in the vanity of mind. When he's talking about a worthy walk, he's talking about a consistent life. Now, I don't know about you, but what blocks me every now and then from living a consistent life, from walking and fully pleasing him, is my internal conflict in my flesh. Are y'all going to talk back to me now? Just, 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 just turn on, internal, uh, uh, you know, there's a war going on inside of us. There's, 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 there's a conflict uh, between the spirit and the flesh. And, and, and the spirit and the flesh will never come to a resolve. That you, you will have a continual fight till you see Jesus. Uh, do I have a witness? So Paul in Romans 7, after being saved 20 years, said, with my mind, Gary, I serve the law of God, but in my flesh the law of sin. Oh, wretched man that I am, the only thing that can outdo this is the law of the Spirit, chapter 8, where the Holy Spirit takes control. Now, the word fill means under the control. Lord, fill me with your blessed Holy Spirit. Then God says, then, that, then I got to pour you out and I got to fill you back up with something else. God don't fill you. He don't fill you with spirit on top of flesh. He don't fill you with mess on top of whatever's in there. God, 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 God lets us know that the word filling means under the control. 
And when I'm under the control, my flesh, the conflict of my flesh does not get the victory. But, but I, I'm, I'm human, I'm, uh, I'm mundane, I'm weak. And there are some times when I know what to do, but I don't do it. I'm preaching up in this place. I know what God wants, but I don't bring it. Do I have a witness? That old nature gets in the way. Doesn't it get in the way? It makes you talk when you shouldn't talk. It, it may, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you go places you shouldn't go. It makes you think things you shouldn't think. Do I have a witness? We are still a work in progress. How do you walk worthy? I mean, fully pleasing him. Ah, it's a moment. Uh-huh. It's a moment by moment adherence in your belief, behavior, and being humble. It's a life and liberty through the power of the Holy Spirit. Not self-will, not self-centered, not amen, uh, 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 sacrificially submitted. Yeah, you know, uh, the fact of the matter is God hates pride. So when we start get becoming pride, God is already against us. If you want to go up, you got to go down. If you want to go down, you go up. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Now, now let me stop, Paul. That's the hardest thing for us to do. Deny self. Deny self. Raymond Gordon was great in the world. Raymond Gordon, nothing in here. That was Moses' problem. When Moses had to take his shoes off, Jesus Christ, pre-incarnate, was in the flame. And he, what he was implying to Moses was, you was great in Egypt, but you're nothing up here. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and look, 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 metaphorically, we got to take off our shoes. Metaphorically, we got to remove something to honor him. Can I get a witness? We got we to gotta remove a wrong mindset. Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? We got to remove wrong feelings. We got to remove bitterness and anger. We, we got to remove this stuff before the Spirit of God, before the Spirit of God can move. We got to remove it. Moment by moment. Liberty through the power of the Holy Spirit. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all, what? Pleasing. Is the Lord pleased with us this morning? Now you're going to say yes. God going to say something else. Well, let me just throw some things out there. If you're not showing love to everybody, he's not pleased. If you're not tithing, he's not pleased. If you're not serving, he's not pleased. Do I have a witness? If, if you're immoral, he's not pleased. Do I have a witness? Amen. If you're self-sufficient, self-centered, narcissistic, he's not pleased. Fully. See, this is a process, Pooh. We, we don't overcome overnight. Do I have a witness? I, I, I used to make a joke across the street. I said, if you was on a fifth of liquor, you ought to be on a pint. I stopped using that because some people justified to having a pint. So I, I had to stop saying that, Doc. Well, pastor said, you ain't getting me in more trouble. 
Pat, I used to be on the fifth. Now I got a pint. No, no, no. But I was trying to illustrate the progressions of sanctification. When I look back, oh, I'm not what I ought to be this morning, but thanks be to God, I'm not what I used to be. In the world, I was a mess, man. Woman say, let's, I say, go. Come on now. Running them streets. In a, that's why I preach to where I do. I've been there and done that. And the end is there's no peace, no joy. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? No blessings. Now, there are two types of people in the church. Those who have, <laughs> 2 Corinthians 7, 1, you go home and read it. There's the sins of the flesh. Yeah. That's what feels good. But then there's the sins of the spirit. That's pride. And the prideful people say, well, I can't identify with all that mess pastor did. But you just as high as a, as a kite on yourself. Do I have a witness? And you were still going to hell like I was going to. We just were going to two different things. Can I get a witness? So, 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 child of God, we got to learn in this new year, amen, to change the channels as we please the Lord. Amen. Look at the third thing here. I'm almost finished. No, I ain't taking my time. We, we are. I was here last night with y'all. I'm tired of looking at you. I got, I got to go somewhere else. Now. Here's the third thing. We, 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 we ought to channel being fruitful in God's work. Now look what he says in verse, come on, come on now, verse 10b. Being fruitful in every good work. Uh-oh, this one gets deep. What is, what is the preventiveness that Satan uses here? It is... The carelessness with our gifts. Every born-again Christian is gifted. Amen. When you're not using your gift, two things are going to happen. You're not going to be blessed, and then you're going to lose it. God didn't gift you to sit on it. Do I have a witness? It's tight, but it's right. Look what it says. He, he's talking about the fruitfulness and every good work. Lord, have mercy. Our sowing, our reaping. Yeah, our sowing seeds of discourse and divisions will lead to damage. But the spiritual fruit, and, and, and by the way, the word fruit is in the singular in Galatians 5, but the fruit meaning that all the cluster of grapes come out of one branch, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, agapeo love, joy, peace, long-suffering, tenderness, Hey, 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 man, there, 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 there's a ninefold fruit in Galatians 5 that God says I need to get glory out of. Can I get a witness? Uh, gentleness, amen, self-control, faithfulness. Now, when I look at the fruit, Kent, I, 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 I try to be loving. I try to show joy. Uh, once in a while, I have peace. <laughs> uh, Long-suffering is a challenge. Uh, suffering long, but kindness and gentleness, 
It's a task for me. Do I have a witness? Because I get like Sonny on the Godfather. They hit us, we hit them. I, it's something that the Holy Spirit says, no, be, be kind, be, be tender. Are you kind and tender? Don't everybody say amen. All I got to do is ask your mate. I ain't asking another church member. All I got to do is ask your mate. Are we, are we kind and tender? Uh, uh, listen, do we live lives of self-control? Self-control is not just sexual. It's the buying demon. Every time you see something, you got to buy it. You got to charge it. And we charge more on credit cards than we give in God in our tithes. We, we, we charge more. Lord have mercy. Mm. The proper sequence of charge cards, I know y'all gonna shut down on this one. Our grandparents and parents who had charge cards used them to get something and pay it right off that month. It replaced layaway. You remember layaway? There was, there was a grocery store in South Philly. This guy had all these tickets up here with names on it. So you come in there and give me some cornflakes and milk, and he just wrote it out, layaway. And you had to pay the bill. The problem with us, we don't want to pay the bill. Amen. And, and, and so... Every time you charge something and don't pay it right away, that APR start kicking on you. Dying. Now you're paying double entrance. You're just giving money away. Do I have a witness? It's tight, but it's right. And, 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 so, and so child of God, and then that leads us to other sins, which I won't go into. Amen. You know, charge, charge car people call the house. I ain't home. And he, you answering the phone, is Raymond Gordon in? No, he's not. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. What, what happened to thou shall not lie? <laughs> Situation ethics, right? But, but, but child of God, child of God. And when we have budget classes here, I got Hosea, Smitty, and all them teaching. But the ones that ought to come, don't come. The ones that got clean credit and, and paid all their bills, they in class taking notes. The other ones don't come. We're going to try it again in 2017. How many of y'all got a budget? Raise your hand. I guess it's the wrong time of year to ask that. Look at this. In the, in the name of Jesus. He says, increasing in producing fruit, a knowledge of holiness, humility, harmony. He's talking about fruitfulness. Paul Brother Arnold was serious about fruit, that I may have fruit among you, fruit of witnessing, fruit of praising God, fruit of helping people, fruit of uh, displaying your spiritual gift, fruit. And when, and when you get to uh, John 15, we won't go into it, that, that whole fruit is for the church. It's not for unbelievers. And, and it says that if, if your work abide, 1 Corinthians 3, you, you will be blessed. 
Amen. The, the fruit. We need to put more fruit in the church. We got thousands of people here. But we only got about 40 who's running for Jesus. Do I have a witness? I told Kent, man, when somebody get up to sing, they can be Aretha Franklin. But if they ain't got a track record of service and availability, don't put them up. Because I don't want to damage the rest of y'all in here who come to choir rehearsal, who've been faithful all year. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't got to say amen. I'm going to say it for you. In the name of Jesus. The only one Kent going to let sing that is not faithful in this choir is Beyonce. She come in here. She, she come in here. I'm going over your head. And then y'all can just say, Pastor has lost it. In the name of Jesus. And, and by the way, Green, you getting up? Luther getting up? I, I put Jay-Z down there and I put her up here. Whatever, whatever we going to do. I told y'all I was messed up. Look at look at look at this. Look, 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 look at this. He he deals with the will, the wisdom, the walk. Lord have mercy. And he closes out on the worship. Mm. He closes out on the worship. Look at verse 13. Who have delivered us from the power of of darkness. Now I can stay right there and preach a whole nother sermon. Jesus has delivered me from the power of darkness. I'm no longer under the control of Satan. Oh, I mess up, Gary, but I'm no longer hypnotized. I'm no longer, amen, sanctioned to carry out his will. I can say no to the devil. Can I get a witness? I can say yes to Jesus Christ. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, we have been, and it's in the past tense, already delivered from the power of darkness. So you need to tell Satan he's a liar. When he comes to you and tells you and puts in your mind things to do that's not like God. We've already been delivered. Already been delivered. Sometimes you got to just keep telling, I've already been delivered. I've already been delivered. I've already been delivered. I don't need no extra, extra marital sexual relationship. I got one amen. I've already been delivered. Help me, Holy Ghost. I don't need no pornographic tapes. I've already been delivered. I don't need to get high every now and then. I've already been delivered. I don't need to run people down with my mouth. I've already been delivered. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when you know you've already been delivered, you, you are not under the compulsion of the devil. You can say, Satan, get the hints. Can I get a witness? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Or do I have a witness? We talk about worship. And he's translated, past tense, us into the kingdom of his dear son 
in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. He's made us in the image, verse 15, and the word image in the, in the, in the transliteration to the English is icon. He's our icon. Jesus is our icon. Jesus is our express image. Jesus is our copy. Jesus is our worship. Jesus is our wealth. Jesus is our wisdom. Jesus is our will. Mm. Fill us. Change our channels to a new wisdom. Change our channels to a new wisdom. I got relatives sometimes that call me up and can you help me out? No, I can't help you. I'm sick, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that. I'm sick, I'm sick of that. I've been helping you for years. I'm sick of that. And the spirit said, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't I send a tow truck to get you? When you kept repeating. Let's talk about repeated sin. When you kept repeating the things you shouldn't have repeated. And you did them for years. What if I decided I wasn't going to help you no more? Some, sometimes we're the only Bible somebody else can read. We're the only light somebody else can see. Can I get it? And listen, whatever you do, don't forget from whence you came. You're not all of that in the bag of chips. Can I get a witness? He, he says, Amen, that, that, that we be filled with the knowledge of his will, filled with a new walk, filled with a new work, filled with a new worship, a new worship. We don't miss church. Ah, you don't miss work. Y'all ain't getting this one. See, what upsets a pastor is that Monday morning, you're going to be to work on time. And I don't care what that boss says, how nasty that ball is, boss is, you're going to obey it. But when you come to church, you walk in here when you want to walk in here. Then you got a nerve to fuss at the usher because they don't give you a seat up front. And, and every once in a while, I wish I was on the door. Can you find me a seat? Come to church early. I ain't finding you nothing in the name of Jesus. But that ain't kind and that ain't tender. <laughs> can I get a witness? Hey, Kent, Kent, can you let her sing? She ain't been to church. Let her sing for you outside. Praise the name of Jesus. This stuff is tight. See, see, child of God, child of God. We come to church and then we got all these opinions. You ain't got no opinions at work. You go to that coffee urn in the morning. Good morning. How are you? Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. If I preach too long, if, if I preach too short, he didn't study. If I preach too long, he, he in the flesh. 
If I kiss the sisters, he's fresh. If I don't kiss him, he's funny. Can I get a win? You, you, can't, you can't win up in here. Thank you, Jesus. It doesn't matter what we do, we're going to find fault with each other because we're not under the jurisdiction of the Holy Spirit. Ah. Wisdom, walk, work, worship. I said it last night in closing. This coming year, a new grace. A new guidance, a new growth, a new giving, a new gratitude. And we bring to him a new glory. The glory of Jesus the Christ. By the grace of God, I'm in, I'm, I'm in my 30th year. That is not a bragging point. That is a point of reference. I'm running for Jesus, man. Have I made mistakes? Absolutely. Just like you. Can I get a witness? But the Lord has monitored my heart. My desire is to lift up his name. My desire is to get the unsaved saved. My desire is to put discipleship and development in ministries where people can grow in grace. Can I get a witness? Because the songwriter said, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we're going to sing, we're going to shout the victory. See, Archie Bolger graduated. What honors. Can I get a witness? Last week, he walked in his graduation robe as God took him home to be with the Lord. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, one of these days, we're going to see him. We're going to see mom, dad, uh, children, grandmother, grandfather. We're going to be up there with them. But I'm so glad that Jesus left us an example, an example of wisdom, an example of walk, an example of work, an example of worship. And when we come up in this place, we worship him. Don't expect the world to worship him. Don't expect the White House to worship him. Don't expect the Congress to worship him. But my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face and pray and turn away from their wicked ways. Then I'll hear from heaven. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. Jesus is worthy. He died on that hideous cross. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. Then they put him in a barbed tomb. They put him in a grave, but early, I said early. Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. And here's what I like that Paul said, because he lives, we live. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed, we need to change our channels. A new wisdom, 
a new walk, a new work, a new worship. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. You want to give your life to Christ in this new year, just raise your hand. Jesus wants to save you. He's the savior of the universe. He died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Is there one? Or you want to join the church in your Christian experience? We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? Praise God. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Come on. Oh, bless the Lord. Hello. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Ah. And l listen, see this young lady here? 